outside is not that cold and if you take my hand I'll walk with you to Georgia Hello everyone and welcome to Country with Celine. I'm your host Celine Chamarki and on today's show we welcome Grand Scott Fleming. Why do you have to go so far? Take another piece of this heart you could have left you with the last goodbye. Why do you have to show up tonight? I don't want to be reminded I'm trying and I'm barely getting by. Why do you have to go so far? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's nice to see you and thank you for having me on. I know. Nice to finally see you, even though it's not in person. It's still seeing you because the last time we chatted was back in Blue Mountains Country Cares concert back in, I think it was August of 2021. So a few months Yeah, in the now. summer. Yeah. I know. I was so happy to run into you there, though. That was, that was a fun day. That was, I think that was one of my like first outings like at a concert. Because I've been kind of tucked away. So it was nice to see everybody and hear live music again and run into you. Yeah, I run into you. I think you had like a bit one too many. <laughs> I remember the <laughs> if that If that's not classic GSF, I don't know what that is then. <laughs> I loved it. Honestly, your video made my demo real. <laughs> well, I'll take it. I'm, I'm sorry. And also, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's <clears throat> dive into some music first off. So you have dropped your latest single, Betterment. Okay. How yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's been amazing. Again, it's like a weird time to be releasing music, but also a beautiful time to be releasing music. This is my third single this year. And uh, uh, it's like, I feel like almost every time when I release, we're going into another <laughs> lockdown. So it, it, it's, it's nice because a lot of people are home and streaming it. But uh, at the same time, I'm so ready to get out and play this live, all three of these singles and much more music live for people. So still praying for that day. But yeah, Better Man has been amazing. It's one of my most personal and most vulnerable songs, I would say. So uh, the fact that people are relating to it is, uh, or can relate to it and uh, are responding to it is, is uh, beautiful and special. Myself and just my way, oh yeah, one of your more personal and vulnerable songs so can you explain the story behind it and how better man games life yeah it was just um i guess it was one of my darker times or my most sad times and uh i, I spent a lot of time after a breakup i guess um yes it's one of those breakup songs <laughs> but it really can relate to anyone going through a tough time and kind of you know sitting in, as I say, one of my lines in, in a pity party, you, you, once you sit in that negativity or, or something that goes wrong, you kind of just like keep defeating yourself into this small little bubble. And uh, I just remember one day being like, how do I get out of this? Like, what, what, what do I do? Like, who can I reach out to? And I think that was my problem right there. It's like, when you're in those positions, the only person that can really help you is yourself. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it took me a while to realize that, but I remember just picking up my journal and I was writing like exactly what I was feeling. And then 
me having a music brain and music being my therapy and my escape, I started writing melodies and, you know, lines to it and kind of adjusting it. And I was like, oh, this could be a kind of a, a, a dope song. And uh, it's funny because I was writing this right as I was recording my last group of songs. And the day before the studio is when I wrote this. And so I took to the boys in the morning and I was like, guys, I'm sorry, we have to swap out a song like this. I, I want to do this one. And um, <clears throat> they loved it too. And we actually wrote the music as we were recording it. And so it all, it was just one of those songs that like had to happen. And now that it's out and released, it is one of those feel good songs that I can, you know, sing out and, and still think back to, but yeah. Everything happens for a reason. That's I, I, I totally believe that as well. There's but I think I, I think the uh, the most important thing of this and for myself is to realize that like only you can take you out of these funks. You can't put your happiness or, you know, rely on anyone else to get you back on your feet. you got to realize where you are and where you're going. You, you just hit my point. That was my, my follow up point was exactly that. And it, it's so true because you can only help yourself. I mean, you can't always depend on other people if you want to change your life you need to take control of your life and change it because no one else is going to change it for you. It's just, it, it, that's not how it works. It hundred percent is. I feel like I've always been like the class cat clown or like the guy that shows up to the room to make you laugh or, you know, I, I take a lot of what other people are doing and I never really focus any of it onto myself. Mm -hmm. And so when I am in a time of need, I've always like reached out for help from other people, which is also important. If you, you know, if you need to reach out, that's very important, but I've never really taken the time to, you know, sit in my feelings and, and really think of what I need. And that's how this song came out. So I'm happy that, uh, again, people can relate to it in some sort of way. Well, we're happy that that song gets to see the light of the day, right? That's yes. Saying, right? <laughs> yeah, it is now. Now on a, a higher, no. Yeah, I was like, we need to pick this up. <laughs> pick it up a little bit. Um, High Life. So I remember when I listened to that song, I'm not going to lie, I listened to it the day that I met you, and I was like, holy crap, this song is so good. And oh, now Front Porch even put it as number four of their song of the year. So that song is going crazy. Hey, Mom and Daddy, I'm doing just fine. You don't need to worry about a thing tonight. I'm on my way. I'm going to make it big someday. That's that was like uh, when I got that message in the morning, I was like, what? Again, like these are just it, I guess when I used to write music, I used to write music that I thought people wanted to hear. And I would sing a certain way that I thought fit the mold. And then these songs are just like my stories. Like I started writing just because it, it, it was my life and part of my life. And I think that's what makes it more authentic. But uh, High Life was like, I, I guess I'm from a really small town. And uh, I've ended up being able to work internationally, which is really cool. And I just remember one day being in LA and I was with some higher name people. And I was like, what the hell is my life? Like, I remember just like pounding the pavements in the acting world, like trying to get stuff going. And I did so many shows for free. And then I've worked myself up to this cool place. And I don't think, again, you don't take the time to realize like where you are and what you're doing, even in, those, in your happiest moments. And so I just remember having that thought and then, realizing where I was and how cool it was. So then this song again, just spilled out, but. 
you always reflect like after because in the moment it doesn't feel real and you're just kind of like this like what what's going on like you're kind of out like it's like an out of body experience when like you wanted something for so long and then when it's happening it's just like is this happening and then it's after, so true you realize what's like going on and you start to reflect and you're like holy geez like my life is totally different but so small town kid I remember us chatting about acting and, and all of this stuff. So I want to touch on this. So you were on the Broadway musical of Kinky Boots. So that is like one of Toronto's biggest um, Broadway shows. Yeah, yeah. That was that was like my first big show that I ever did. I, it was like seven auditions. I was like 22 or something crazy. And uh, yeah, Cindy Lauper was my boss in Toronto for <laughs> for a whole year, which was really cool. And then you also went to New York City to make your Broadway debut too. And you were also on a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> Forget about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if any of you guys want to go watch it, it's called Love You Like Christmas. And Graham also wrote the song title to that, to that movie too. So that's pretty cool. So you were you how did you get involved in the arts did you start when you were younger you knew you wanted to be a singer an actor in broadway did you know or was it something that just kind of happened when you grew up yeah i guess like i said earlier i was kind of always the class clown and then uh i remember in high school it's like a glee story like i was i played every sport i i was the president of the students athletic association in high school and i just remember like jokingly singing the american national anthem and my uh, music teacher Mr. Lefebvre walked by and he was like you you can sing like you could you should come join blues band I was like absolutely not wait 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 wait. you know who you are you know who you are I will say who you are you are Troy Bolton <laughs> <laughs> oh my you know the world can see yeah. there we go <laughs> well, from sports like the sports guy to the arts guy Come on, that's literally Troy Bolton. I will take it. You know what? High School Musical was the first uh, theater show I ever did. I was like one of the kids selected to be in the ensemble of like the professional thing. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I'm so That's so funny. That's cool. But yeah, I, I like, that's when I learned or learned music or learned that I had a passion for music, but I still didn't quite lock it in that I was going to be doing that. So I went to school for teaching at the University of Windsor um to teach drama and education so i learned how to teach uh uh curriculum using the arts which was really cool but uh like second year i think i booked my first show and when i hit that stage for the first time i was like oh shit this is this is a feeling that i've never really had before and like this is what i want to pursue and uh it was a very tough conversation with my parents of course but uh they have always been completely supportive of everything i've ever done and uh, it was definitely a learning experience, but from there on, I just, I promised myself that I would pound the pavement until I did something extraordinary to make my parents proud. And I think that all came together kind of when I booked Kinky Boots. So that, that year it was 2015, but 2016, I closed Kinky Boots. And right after I was doing my very first EP, well, I filmed the movie for Hallmark and in two months after that, I moved to do my Broadway debut. So I was like, it was kind of like that glorious moment of everything is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's finally happening. And then cut to two years later, COVID hit. <laughs> then cut. Yes, yes. It, hopefully it clears up again. And oh. 
uh, hopefully all oh, we don't even need to get into that topic that's a, yeah that's a topic. um but so are you thinking about going back on broadway would you ever if given the opportunity again would you go do it again i i think eventually but my my passion has always been country music and i think I think actually COVID, the break was a blessing in disguise. Like it really, really sucked at the time, but it did again, like I've been saying, made me sit and reflect in, you know, my own brain and my own feelings and my own thoughts. And I was able to write a whole bunch of music and record them and release them. So it's like what I've always, always wanted is finally happening. And I don't know, it's super exciting. I obviously have a passion for acting as well, but I think acting will always kind of be there. I think the stories I want to tell right now are important and uh, I want to get that out there. So well, let's sit and reflect a little bit right now on. Okay. What are you most grateful for about that year? 2021. Yes. Uh, I have to say health first and foremost, because uh, my whole family, we've kind of all had things go on here and there and we've all made it through. And so knock on wood, I'm very thankful for that. But uh Definitely um, this music and, and connecting with people, it's been a really cool experience transitioning from the theater world where I have worked myself up in a way where I can reach out to, uh, you know, people and feel very comfortable. Moving into this scene, I wasn't really connected in many ways. And every single person that I have met in this scene, including yourself, has just been so gracious and so kind and so heartwarming to me and introducing me to the next person and, you know, being there and supporting me. And it's just like, holy man, like, especially in a time like this, the community having that is so important. And I've just lucked out meeting the most incredible people. So yeah, that and the music, I mean, that, that, that's it. Is a family, like it really- A hundred percent. Like the CCMAs? Yes. It was wild to me. I was like, I was expecting to come and it'd be like this professional, like it is a professional. Thing, obviously but I expected everyone to be like in their own seats and like that's what it was and you don't talk to them and it was like no everyone was in the same room we were having the like everyone was talking to everybody it was just so cool like it literally felt like a family yeah it, it, they're so welcoming even like when I started country with Celine from from the beginning I was kind of like oh I don't know are people gonna accept it are people gonna want to come on my show like are they gonna want to talk to me then I was thinking about people in the in in the industry I'm like I don't want to step on anybody's toes what if they don't like me what if they it like none of that none of that happened everybody was so kind like from the artists like yourselves to people in the industry and, and it's just People, I've met people in the state who run like country um, podcasts, country um, social media accounts, and I've literally become friends with all of them. So it's pretty crazy how like country music connects so many people and it's truly is a little bit biased here, but it's the best family, I'm just saying. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but I think I think it's just everyone who likes country music. Like, we, we all like country music for a reason. And I think country music is that feel-good genre where you can listen to it. Even if it's a sad song, you, you will walk away feeling almost a little better because you got that out. But I think all the people who are in it, it's like, we're just all these feel-good people with kind of the same energy. And, and yeah, it's really cool to connect with everybody. And we all have similar goals, too. Like... For the artists, you guys want to make it big with country music and on the artist side. But for like 
professionals like myself, like the personality side, like I want to make it on the radio or the television. So like we both have the same goals and I feel like we're all even helping each other out too because we're all I was just starting I was, out. Yeah. I was just going to say it doesn't feel like a competition. No. Like where is in a lot of other things like acting, mm -hmm. it kind of is a competition till you get the role. Mm -hmm. it's not a competition but it it kind of is but whereas this like we're still all competing for slots on the radio or you know festivals or whatever but it doesn't feel like that everyone is just like happy and like understands you know the next step is the next step and i think that's so cool yeah it really is and everybody congratulates everybody i, I like see it on instagram like when one artist posts something i'll see another oh congratulations this is amazing it's like do you see that on rap? No. Do you see that in like like that type of genre? No, you do not see any of that. Not in hip hop. Not in right. Rap, none of that. So I mean, country music is just. That's all I'm gonna say. It's just it's perfect. I'll just say that with you. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about grateful for 2021. Now 2022. What are you most excited for this year? Um. Well, this month is going to be a great month. Uh, I can't touch on it yet, <laughs> but I'm just, I, I'm excited um, for Better Man. There's more things happening with Better Man, which is really exciting. Um, I'm also about to shoot my music video, which is really cool. But uh, I'm just, like, I can't, I just can't believe the progress that happened in 2021 with Country. And so I'm very excited to see what can happen with 2022 when you like build this foundation of people that, you know, are supporting and backing you up. It only inspires you to do more. So I've been like writing with so many people now, co-writing, which is very new to me. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to get new music out there and hopefully things open up and we can play some live shows. Ugh. I know. For those you know what I'm excited for is summer. Get me in this hot weather. Okay, Graham, let's just go to Florida. Screw it. Let's just let's do it. I'm I'm so game. I'm so game. Honestly, like think about that. People in Florida live where it's like 80 degrees all the time, 70, 80 degrees all the time, and it's sunny and they have a freaking beach. We have a cold ass lake with snow, and the lake is probably frozen <laughs> by now. It's minus 24 outside right now. That's deceiving. I mean, like, and now we're in another lockdown again great lockdown <laughs> all i want is a damn margarita my toes in the sand and like some sun on my body because i'm see-through right now like i need a little bit of a tan <laughs> you should make a song please 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 release a summer song so we can all get into the summer mood please i'm so down i got some stuff up my sleeve so uh we'll see <laughs> thank you yeah, um, yeah ho hopefully i mean the beginning of 2022 um we're all excited this year is going to be a really good year i have a feeling that it's going to be a good year good year you have a feeling that it's going to be a good year as well um i mean now for people wondering our our uh premiere just announced a, a really back to technically a lockdown right now so we're kind of january is kind of starting off on a crappy foot in that aspect but personally we're gonna have a good year regardless and i mean this is gonna pass everything passes and Hopefully February, March, everything will kind of will go back to normal um, and we can get on with the show. 
Let's go. I think I think it's important too that you know everyone kind of stays on a positive morale because as soon as we all sink in you know the negative of how crappy a situation can be, then that whole vibration just brings it all down. But I think that again, the country community didn't do that. Everyone's kind of been figuring out new avenues and new ways that we can still bring each other together and lift each other up. And I think that's really cool. You know, and, and in one way, it's like thank God for technology too because. <laughs> If this was the 70s, I don't think they had Zoom. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so, I mean, you have to be grateful for that, too, because it allows us to have these types of conversations. And you're north of Barrie, and I am uh, in Vaughn. So it's like right. nearly an hour away. We're not beside each other at all, but we can still chat. It feels like we are. It feels like you're my best bud now, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I honestly felt that way when you first met me, like when we were at the the concert and we had like one word and I was like, oh no. And I was like, I've been drinking a little bit. You're like, that's okay. I was like, okay, we're good. <laughs> you know what? When we can finally go out, we're going to go grab drinks. That's what we're I, I'm so game for that. I'm so game for that. That'd be so fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, and now before we kind of wrap things up, let's let's talk more about you. So Tell me, where exactly are you from? You said you grew up in a small town, so where? Yeah, so I'm from Elmville, Ontario. And I always say it's 1,200 people, but it's not anymore. We've, we have like a bunch of new builds happening in the farmer's fields. Uh, so I think uh, I would say like probably over two grand now for sure. Um, but yeah, I grew up here my whole life. And the first time I moved away was when I went to university in Windsor. I was like, I got to get the heck out of here. <laughs> I went five hours away uh, to Windsor. Uh, and then I've kind of been all over now. I've been living in Toronto, New York, uh, I don't know, everywhere. But yeah, my roots have always stayed in this little town, and which is... you're uh, as well, right? I'm 30! I'm 30! <laughs> I'm 30! No, honey, you do not look like you're 30. You look well, like, I will take that. You look like 22. You look young. <laughs> Thank you. It's the natural sunlight glow. Yes, it's the, and the light oh, eyes. I'm blinded myself now. <laughs> um, but uh, that's, for you to experience that too, like yeah, okay, you're 30. That's still so young to be able to live and experience all that you have is pretty crazy and it's pretty surreal when you really think back and reflect on it because you're still so young. There's still so much more to experience, and you did quite a quite a good damage now already you're still so young i really appreciate that it has been a fun ride for sure and like i said when i was writing high life like i think that was my moment that i sat back and like the fact that i got to introduce my parents to cindy lopper was i will never forget that moment in my life and and, and i will never forget their face when that happened too like it, it's kind of that like heart feeling of like I, we're doing something something is happening but I'm also very lucky, like coming from the small town thing, like all, all my best friends still today are from kindergarten. They, like we're all still best friends. We hang out. I shot my music video at this house, which is my friend's house because my farm internet, I had to get out of there to do this. <laughs> but, uh, and they've all kept me very grounded, which is really cool. It's all, like coming home. It's just always a humbling experience being with my family and, uh, yeah, so it's been a cool ride and cool for them to see and cool for me to be a part of. And yeah, now we're here talking to you. Yeah, you're talking to me. 
um, <laughs> soon when things start opening up and you get your own tour and your own tour bus. You guys can all go road tripping through the street. Oh my God, that would be the fun best. That so oh, so fun. I wish I could just, uh, you know, what? I'm manifesting. I'm going to get to the point where I have just another bus that follows us. And it's just going to be my friends and family just coming along the whole time. <laughs> Honestly, manifestation works. Like, I believe it. I'm reading the law of attraction right now. It's changed my life. The, I want to read. I, I'm right now. I'm reading the powers within. I'm like, there's okay. some books that I want to read that involve that. And it's just, think that one I'm going to add to. I'll probably head over to chapters and grab that book. I was watching The Secret too on Netflix and I was like, oh, oh yeah. So good. So yeah. Yeah. So good. I love all that stuff too. Yeah. And for, for people that are kind of skeptical on it, um, just try it out. And I can assure you, you will not be disappointed at all because it's very well, well, But also the thing is, it, all it takes is a positive mindset. Like I love that the podcast has now switched to this, but like, it's not a hard thing to do. It's just thinking positively and, and asking for what you want. Yep, to... exactly. I have my vision board already ready right up here. And yes. Thank you, thank you. Yes. And I will say this already. Um, maybe three things on that have come true and I just made it a year ago. So Come on. That's, yeah. So I was like, wow. Okay. So people get on your vision boards. Let's go vision boards. 2022 baby Positive affirmations. You have to say, and the universe will work in your favor. Very true. And yes, we did completely flip from a country podcast to a full <laughs> life podcast. Yeah. We're actually just going to do a series now. <laughs> Graham talking about law of attraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Now just hopping back quickly. So Country music. You love country music. So who are your musical influences? Uh, growing up, it was definitely like Garth Brooks, Johnny Cash. I had an eight foot poster of Johnny Cash giving me the middle finger in my residence. It was, yeah. It. You walk in, that was the only thing you saw. Um, <laughs> I just love, well, Garth Brooks as an entertainer is everything that I aspire to be. Um, and then now, uh, like through the years, it's grown into, because I've I, I love vocals. I love vocalists. Mm -hmm. And so Rascal Flatts, Dan and Shay are like my biggest thing. And Front Porch mentioned Jan, Dan and Shay in my yeah. little blurb that they wrote. And so I uh, had a bit of a heart attack, which was really cool. The heart attack wasn't cool, but the feeling was. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I love, I love vocals. I love storytelling. I love entertainers. And so those, th those group of people have been, uh, high on my list for sure but you do have a really good range for a, a male singer like you really do you it's not like that typical I, I'm really bad when it comes to describing voices because I'm not a musician or a singer <laughs> but like it's not flat you know what I mean how like some artists kind of sing the same tone the whole entire song you don't do that like you can actually bring your voice up to here and bring it back down to here. So like, that's already really impressive. So I see why he compared you to Dan and Shay. That was a, just a crazy, I just like, I, I like playing with melodies and I think that's just it. And sometimes I kick myself in the ass because I write too high and then I'm like, oh shit, I got to play this live now. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I just like playing with melodies. And I think that comes from, you know, an influence of the acting world as well. Like, I would say my influences and genres are very much country, obviously, 
And then I have a bit of pop R&B flavor in there that I like to kind of add in. And I think that comes with the melodies. But I think why I like dealing with range and singing is because of musical theater. It's like the storytelling of the voice, you know, either singing high or low or finding that melody. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool to be influenced by all those. I think it's definitely helped me find my voice today. And how about for acting? So who's your favorite actor? Do you have one? No? Like, no. Like, I don't, is it bad to say I don't care? Who do you like? <laughs> like, there must be someone that you look up to and you're like, yeah, he's like a really good actor. Whether it, it's a Broadway actor or like an actor on big time. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I have like ever focused on that. I think it's because I've always been thinking about music low-key but but Hugh Jackman I guess I would say is okay. incredible because he he does the best of both worlds mm -hmm. of which I would like to do he could be a Broadway star or he could be a movie star or do both and so I don't know I guess I would say him he's really cool another one I guess I would say and I don't know if this is a whatever who cares I think Jennifer Lawrence is amazing <laughs> I love Jennifer Lawrence well, I why, think she's why did incredible. you want to say that? She is amazing. I don't know. I don't know why I felt weird saying that. But I, honestly, I would say everyone in that new movie, uh, Look Up. What is it? Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up. Have you seen it? Yes. Like, though, that's just like a bunch of brilliant actors and actresses that, like, could all be on my list, I would say. Brilliant. <clears throat> Jonah Hill has my heart. I freaking love that. So guy. funny. So he, funny. Freaking hilarious. Um, but the movie... Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, the, the actors are top-notch actors, but yeah, the movie was just... Eh. Right, sorry if you hear a dog. <laughs> I can see <laughs> the dog. <laughs> that's, Ru that, that's Ruby. She's the cutest. It's uh, one of my friend's dogs, sorry. <laughs> no, don't even worry. My dog was literally just barking <laughs> a couple minutes ago. So it's oh, I didn't even hear. Yeah. I also love that Celine behind you, the sea. My so cool. It's so cool. And isn't it cute? My cousin got it for me for um, my birthday. Oh, it's beautiful. Instead of using, um, I have this backdrop, this like brick backdrop that I always use. I'm like, instead of using that, let's kind of change it up for like season two. It looks good. This is yeah. a good look. Yeah, I was like, you know that? And like a nice quote here, even though my lamp covers it. Vision board. The only thing Vision that board. I'm, that is crappy is the fact that my blinds are Oh, right backlight? Here. Yeah, so the lighting when it comes it bothers the crap out of me, but I make it work. I try to like. It looks good. No, it looks good. You're perfectly lit there. Thank you. Thank you. And the smile. The smile is. The smile. Thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. Now, before I let you go, we're gonna play a little game. Yeah. This or that. Uh oh. Answer them. Okay. And we'll take it from there. Okay. We're gonna start in three, two, one. Starbucks <laughs> or Tim Hortons. Ah. Uh. Starbucks okay. I, I I'm not really like a uh, I'm not one of those people that like, gets this and that and this and that and their drinks soy free this and whatever but I don't know I think the taste of it is better and I like their sandwiches better okay that's fair that's fair um vodka or whiskey oh oh <laughs> depends on the party but uh I, I would say I'm more of a whiskey I drink more whiskey than vodka oh oh that's I know that's strong. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, next one. Would you rather go on a 
oh, I feel like I know this answer. Would you rather go on a tropical vacation or would you rather go to like Colorado and go skiing? Definitely, I prefer the hot weather, but I am a snowboarder. So I do like to go snowboarding as well. Oh, you do like to go snowboarding? Oh, that's cool. I've I do. That is, that's the only reason I like snow is for that reason. Otherwise, put me, put me in a, with a margarita in my hand, please. So, some more hot, please. And yes, thanks. yes. Make me sweat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you watch Marvel movies or no? I like do, but I'm not like a Marvel, like I'm not a fanatic. I feel like I'm not, I'm that way about all of movies, which is horrible, but. Okay. I was going to ask a Marvel question, but like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> next one. Do you like uh, action movies or rom-com movies? Oh, low-key sucker for a rom-com. I wonder why. I yeah. Wonder why. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> movies over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> literally the same story over and over again just different actors but, uh, <laughs> you know but it's okay when christmas comes around it's fun to watch still i don't think it literally I, I say that and i will be the first one sitting and watching all of them yeah. so i mean how can you not when christmas comes and they're like feel-good movies too even though they're so cheesy there's still that feel good like oh like this guy and girl like they like each other or this so it's you know what i mean like it's still like those I, and I think it really puts you in the Christmas mood because there's always like a little bit of Christmas music. And do you know they're all filmed in the summer? That's what my mother just told me. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. Little fun fact for you, Hallmark fans. Yeah. Interesting. They, I mean, with the fake snow, you can tell it's fake, but like it. Oh, there's sometimes <laughs> where I noticed it, like in the movie I did. Oh, I shouldn't even be saying this. Whatever. No, I'll say it. Just say it. <laughs> you could see the car like driving over the curb to like get around a roadblock and the the foam just like lifts up <laughs> the snow foam just like lifts up oh it's it's oh, hilarious I think it was so fun though it was so fun to shoot that yeah well I, I'm sure it was really fun to, to shoot to be in a movie or like a TV show, whatever. I feel like that would be so much fun. Like that's-, that's It was so much fun, but I was so nervous. It was my first time on set and the lead of the movie, her name is Bonnie Somerville. So she was Mona in Friends, Ross's girlfriend. So when I got there, I was like, ah, like anxious, but she just like, again, opened me with arms wide open and like helped me through my first experience, which was really cool. It's nice when um, other people in the industry are, are like that like we were talking about country music because everybody in this industry is but when it comes to acting too it's nice to hear that other actors are like that because I mean like you were saying before it is kind of competitive when it comes to acting but then it's not at the same time but everybody's still kind of fighting for that like lead role so it's still you're always you're always like fighting for the lead role but you're always supported from the people yeah who don't get it as well it's just yeah it's a it's a whatever <laughs> Just whatever. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna ask you two more questions and then okay. the pineapple on pizza or off pizza? Oh gosh, if you put pineapple on pizza, don't even talk to me. Thank you, thank you. I'm a pizza fanatic and that is like the number one no-go. No, like you just don't do it, thank you. No, please don't. And now toilet paper, I love asking this question. Toilet paper, do you like put it on the rack and it hangs over like this or do you put on the rack and it hangs to the back? No, I'm a hangover. Over. Right. Over. Pull down. Yeah. Thank In you. the back? How do you even do that? 
Honestly, the, my last conversation, um, I, I was talking to someone and it was really another country artist. And he was like, if you put it in the back, you're going to have shit on, on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's I, funny. I was like, oh my God. Then we started <laughs> on this whole topic about that. And it was just, it was so interesting to say the least. That's um, so funny. <laughs> and the last one, what's yeah. your favorite sports team? Do you have one? Favorite sports team? It used to be like I remember playing mini sticks when I was younger, and I never had a favorite team. And someone was like, uh, it was like one of the kids' moms. They were like, "You have to have a favorite team. You can't grow up not having a favorite team." So forever, it's been Detroit Red Wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh, well, I would say Blue Jays too. If we we're gonna go baseball, I love I love going to the Jays game. They're fun. It's, it's like the best thing ever. And other than that, I don't really know much about anything, but yeah. I, I like wearing blue. Yeah, I like I'm sure blue looks good on you too because you got light eyes. Oh, thank you. Okay, coming from my heart, I see you. Well, I'm saying it because I have light eyes too and blue looks good on me all the time. So. It's just like, yeah, it just <laughs> pops them. Yeah, I remember when, when I was doing Kinky Boots, actually, uh, the Jays were in the, it was the, was it the World Series tournament or? I think, yeah, with Jose Bautista, and he was on the team, right? Yeah, so I got to sing yeah. the national anthem for them. That was like, it was like a sold-out house, but I just remember it was like everyone from our show was getting out, and we were pretty close to the stadium, so then the stadium was getting out, and it was just like a sea of, like, kinky boots <laughs> and people wearing blue, and the city was just, like, arriving. Like, it was, it was the best time. I miss moments like that so much. Now you go to Toronto, it's like literal concrete jungle like it's just it's not the same i miss it not the same i mean hopefully when the leafs win the stanley cup i feel like that would be <laughs> amazing but i mean i feel like that's gonna happen when we're 60 um so yeah <laughs> we might have to wait a while for that one but hopefully not yeah. we'll oh, see hopefully not but don't know I don't know. Honestly, the team gets our hopes up every year, and then come playoff time, they just – I don't even know what happens. They just die. They literally just fall flat every single time. But that is another topic for another story. Because yeah, that's our, next, that's our next episode of the podcast. Next episode, yeah. yeah we have the Law of Attraction one, <laughs> yeah. the COVID-19 one, and now the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around if you want to listen to the series with Graham and Sleep. <laughs> we're, we're honestly crushing it. Love it. Honestly. Um, well, well, thank you again, Graham, for jumping on here to chat with me on Country with Sleep. This has been a lot of fun. I oh, my gosh. Fun. Thank you for having me. I always love talking you you know this we already talked for an hour before we even started recording this so we could, we could talk we, we could talk for forever. Know, right and we were <laughs> chatting on instagram too a couple times like, hey. I, know. <laughs> I know honestly once things open up again like i said drinks let's go yeah i'm so game for that schedule me in somewhere make it in florida <laughs> I'm down. Let's just go. Let's just. Go. I'm. I'm seriously down. <laughs> Book, I'm. Bu I'm booking the flight right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Why do I have to go so far? Take another piece of this heart you couldn't live to put the last goodbye.